Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, this story comes from Lost in Despair, who says, I didn't react the right way to my husband's cheating prank, and now our marriage is not the same. I don't want a divorce over such a ridiculous thing. If you think we're young, then think again. I'm female 35 and he's male 33. I can't believe this is really happening. I begged him to go to therapy with me, but he's refusing any type of conversation. About a month ago, while having Sunday breakfast, my husband left his iPad on the counter when I was doing the dishes and went to go to the gym. Now that I think about it, he went out of his way to draw my attention to the iPad the whole morning, placing it on display and leaving it wherever I was. Now I know why. While I was loading the dishwasher, he got a text and a picture of a naked female torso, and it said, you miss this. The number belonged to Eve. I froze in my tracks. We've been married for two years and we have two children together, male five and female three. Against my better judgment, I started looking and there was this full conversation for over a week. He was cheating on me with this Eve. I can't describe the amount of pain I felt and I ran to the bathroom vomiting and crying. Anyway, when he got back from the gym and asked me what's wrong, I just handed him the iPad and told him that he has gotten a text from Eve and that I needed to go out for a walk if he could stay with the children. He said okay. I went for a three-hour walk. He texted me multiple times if I was okay and I said that I was fine, just needed the walk. I don't remember crying this much my entire life. When I got home, I told him that I knew about his affair and asked him how we're going to do this. Do what? I told him that we obviously can't stay married but that I needed to know how we're going to do this with the least damage possible to the children. I told him that since he has his parents living near, he could move out and let me stay with the children for now until we separated. Is that really all your reaction? Are you fucking serious right now? I just looked at him all puzzled. What did he mean by this? I told him that I couldn't discuss this now because I was exhausted. He started yelling that I was so careless and cold. My reaction to his infidelity wasn't the proper reaction or at least not one he expected. He then shoved the iPad in my hands and asked me to call Eve. I refused and ran to our room because I couldn't believe how cruel he was being, wanting me to call his mistress. Fucking call the number. I did. The number belonged to his friend and he was laughing on the other line saying it was all a prank. It took me a few moments to get it but then I started crying. My husband was livid at the way I handled the prank. He was disappointed that I didn't care enough. I don't know what he wanted me to do. He couldn't explain how he expected me to act. He just yelled that he didn't expect this. Now a month later, he's still so cold and distant with me. I tried to apologize and explain that I was hurt but shocked because that wasn't him. 
I tried to explain that I just don't want to hurt our children. I told him that I loved him so much and, and that if that was something true, it would have broken me. It did for the few hours I believed the prank. He thinks I'm too cold and apathetic and my reaction was abnormal. So now he's cold and apathetic towards me. And I think this whole situation is abnormal. Edits. Sorry for making my post even longer, but many have requested a clarification. I don't know why the apologizing part is taken out of context, making me out to be a weak woman with no self-respect. I'm not apologizing nor begging. I apologized and not because I thought I did anything wrong, but because he was hurt by my lack of emotions. I explained to him that my lack of emotions came from shock and not indifference. He did not buy it and that's where we are now. Also, the fact that I answered truthfully about my husband never acted in this way before and was downvoted because of it. I'm not saying that because I'm being a victim of brainwashing, but because that's the truth. I'm not defending him. I'm trying to be accurate in case someone actually wants to help me and needs all the facts rather than just cast judgments based on their own experiences and assumptions. This is the first time we hit a dead end, it seems, in our relationship. We have always been a loving couple and if I was a weak, manipulated, abused wife with low self-respect, I wouldn't be planning separation and divorce the moment I thought he was cheating. I wouldn't be engaging with the negativity anymore and I honestly regret opening up to strangers just to be attacked. I'm thankful for the support for the rest, the majority, but I hate the feeling that I need to agree with bullshit assumptions or I'm being defensive or an apologist. I'm not deleting this post in case someone somewhere can benefit from it, but I'm done here. Have a good day. And it does come up with an update in a moment. And my first thought is just this is not a prank. It's absolutely cruel. And to put someone you love through that and to leave you going through it for hours at the same time is, is just absolutely bizarre to me. And then he starts getting angry at you for the way he treated you because you didn't act a certain way. Holy shit. Kira the Renegade replies to this saying, Hey man, remember the time that we convinced your wife you were cheating? Yeah, <laughs> had her good. She was crying and screaming and vomiting. Silly bitch. Yeah, yeah. You'll see the kids. Nope. King Snowzan says, Your mistake was apologizing for your reaction. Your reaction was not wrong and tell him clearly that the result of cheating is always going to be separation. There won't be any conversation or compassion towards him if he cheated and if he thinks this is unfair or expects something more, you better think twice before cheating in reality. Rabid Evil Squirrel says that's not a prank, that's emotional abuse. I hope you're able to convince him that he needs therapy as this is not healthy in any way. Take the time you need to heal. If you can't, there's no shame in leaving someone who treats you poorly. As for your husband, he's now the poster child for play stupid games, win stupid prizes. No Ben says this is not a prank. This is abusive manipulation and psychological torture. This is not a joke or funny. Stop apologizing and trying to over explain your trauma response to him. He should be apologizing to you. You deserve better treatment and his friend is not his friend. He should be apologizing to you too. I'm sorry you're going through this because you are not wrong for his toxic behavior. Stay strong. And hey, Christine K says, you spent like three plus hours crying so hard you threw up and he expected you to have more energy for arguments and fights. He completely fucking broke your spirit and you didn't care enough. 
Absolutely not. You reacted completely appropriately with complete heartbreak, and you spent hours collecting yourself enough to not harm your children. You acted like an adult, and he acted like the worst jerk 13-year-old child imaginable. So then OP went to update their post, which says, Hi, I decided to make an update after all, mostly out of respect for all the people reaching out asking for one. I will make it private, however, because honestly, as much as I appreciate the enormous response, it became too overwhelming for me. I couldn't read all the comments and the bad ones stuck with me more than I want to admit. I never considered myself weak or stupid or as easily manipulated as I was portrayed. This morning, before my husband dropped off the children at the daycare and the dogs with the dog sitter, I asked him to talk to me. I told him that his treatment of me for the last month wasn't sustainable and that I have given him space long enough, but now he has to do something. Talk to me. Try to find a solution or set me free. He asked me to meet up for lunch because we were both running late for work. At lunch, he apologized for the prank and he said that he couldn't believe that he went with it and, and how stupid it was of him to think that it was harmless and playful. He said that he has been feeling miserable about it and so guilty, but that he has never felt so worthless in his entire life. I showed him how disposable he was to me and how easily I could believe something this horrible about him. Accept it and make my plans to move on within hours. He said then, even if I have cheated on you, you showed no sign that you love me enough to at least ask me why. Hope goes on to say, if the roles were reversed, he would be angry. He would have confronted me, asked me why, who the other man was, what it was that he, the other man, had that he didn't and so on. I told him I was thinking all these things, but I had other priorities, like the stability of my children's family life and the hurt it would cost them to have divorced parents because he knew me well to understand that I would never forgive a cheater. I pushed away my anger and feelings of disappointment because all I was thinking of was how we could provide our children the best life with two homes. I was eventually going to process the anger and hurt, only that I had all the time later to grieve and rage. So he told me that he wanted to move out to his parents, but that he wasn't sure how to manage without seeing the children every day. So I suggested that he could pick them up from daycare every day since I work later than him. I could pick them up from my in-laws after work. I also suggested that we could split the weekends. He was silent while I was planning. He then said, I love you and kissed me and hugged me for a long while. First time in weeks. When I got home after picking up the children and the dogs, he was already gone with his clothes. He texted me around 11pm saying that he couldn't believe that I was doing it again and that he was done. I called him and he told me that I was again matter of fact and unemotional. I seemed unfazed, like him moving out wasn't a big deal. He felt redundant again, like he was disposable and unnecessary in my life. I told him this was so unfair because I missed him and I have missed him all these weeks when he was ignoring me. I was just trying to give him space and respect his wishes, but I still wanted us to work things out. He didn't want to listen anymore, so we hung up. At 2am, he texts that this wasn't working for him and that he wanted a divorce. I text back, okay. Hold up, what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. OP then comes in with a final edit, which says, I want to thank you very much for all the support. I'm sorry for all the doubtful voices about help from strangers on Reddit. While I'm my own woman and isn't easily manipulated, I was so appreciative of all the support here. I was doubting myself, brooding and all consumed in my own confused thoughts. My husband found my post and he said he was ashamed of himself and the way he handled our problem, especially after reading all the comments calling him out. Now we have a lot of work to do if we are going to make it. I'm still not 100% sure why he acted the way he did because I've always been clear about my feelings and how much I love him. I never felt that life and the children came in the way. It just made my love for him even stronger. But I'm not going to dismiss his feelings if he really felt neglected and disposable. He hasn't moved home yet. We have been on dates and we've been spending quality time together. Before all this happened, we were talking about having another baby and maybe moving into a bigger house. We are waiting with this. I wasn't sure how I would tell him that I wanted to wait without it sounded like I'm cold and have given up on our future. So I tried to show more emotions this time and making it clear that I just want to wait until we're back on track and not cancel the plans altogether. But he was actually understanding and kind of relieved. We'll see how this goes. I love and miss him so much and the children miss their daddy at home. Thank you again. And there were some notable comments, extra info if you like, on that update. So a commenter asked saying, wait, what? Wasn't the last update that he did his shit again, i.e. move out and then get angry at you for accepting this calmly? OP replies saying, well, apparently being calm isn't a good quality. I got a lot of shit from my husband because of it and obviously I'm going to get a lot of shit here. I just felt an obligation to update you guys because I was touched by the amount of people who worried about me. If what I've decided is somewhat disappointing, then I'm sorry for it, but at least you know I'm fine. A reply to OP says, okay, but you realize he's going to keep doing this right. Heavily insecure people will keep artificially creating distance only to hope that you'll beg for them to come back. And in a sense it worked because you've now proven your stay, even after the shit he pulled. Doesn't mean he'll stop though. Insecurity isn't rational. He'll just keep escalating to see what he can get away with because the more he can get away with, obviously, the more you love him and won't ever leave. Hope he replies to that saying, actually, I have talked to him about it. What you're describing is what I fear the most and I don't have any guarantees that he won't do it again. But if he is willing to work on himself and I'm on the alert, maybe we could overcome this or we could go our separate ways. Another comment from OP says he realizes that he's the one who is at fault and almost ruined our marriage. And he's regretful and I believe him. I'm neither stupid nor weak, so I'm not just going to forgive him without him being genuinely regretful. But I love him and I know he loves me and we have our children that we want to raise together. A commenter says, I'm glad there's potentially a happy ending here. I had wondered and mentioned that maybe him reading these threads might help. Less because of the comments and more because I figured... 
you might have explained the emotions you were feeling much better in writing than you did in person. Eva's main concern was that you didn't have a reaction. I thought reading your reaction might have helped correct that false conception. The only thing I hope you can encourage is to actually see that therapist that he's been refusing to see. I do think that until you and honestly him too really understand what caused these unwanted feelings, they will definitely show back up again. Probably just as unpredictably. Good luck. OP reply saying that also helped. Reading about my experience. He didn't really give me the chance to explain myself. He said he was regretful, but also the comments helped. He needed a reality check. And there was a mixture of comments down below for this. Many people having, you know, complete mixed feelings that OP is staying with him. Others saying, you know, there is possibility that it could work further down the road if he is really looking at himself and and trying to better himself in some ways. Others saying, you know, the marriage isn't just going to work and, you know, they're just all over the place. But I'm going to turn it to you guys. What would you advise OP in this particular situation? Is there a way past it? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And this story comes from Wedding Woes, who says, am I the arsehole for asking my sister if her wedding was worth it? My 27 male sister, 24 female, got married last Saturday. It was a nightmare. She and my mum spent nearly the entire year in the lead up to the event talking about it. This wouldn't have bothered me if it was excitement fueling all of those conversations, but instead it was stress. I've never seen the appeal of a big wedding, but watching this play out has solidified my point of view. My husband and I got married in a small ceremony in front of only close family and friends, maybe 25 people there at most. Hosted a slightly bigger reception for others we also wanted to celebrate with and called it a day. There was no anxiety about planning, no looming dread that this perfect day we had built up in our heads might not go 100% as planned. Just us celebrating our love with people we love. My sister's wedding was the antithesis of that. It was over the top. The guest list was already massive and then she allowed children there on top of that. If you can imagine 200 plus people plus kids running around. What is supposed to be a peaceful event and not get anxious? I envy you. I already knew the whole thing was going to go terribly. As much as I hate to say it. You can't welcome that level of mayhem but also having your itinerary planned down to the minute. It was nothing intimate or personal. It seemed she was inviting friends she hadn't spoke to in years just to fill out more seats. The whole thing was ostentatious and I have no idea who she was trying to impress. Myself and the rest of our siblings are in similar financial situations. Just because you have the money to pay for something doesn't mean you should. My husband and I were ready to head home right after the ceremony but we played nice and stuck around. At one point over the course of the night, she ended up in tears, unsurprisingly. I got roped into trying to comfort her, and I asked my sister if it was worth it. Was all the planning and stress and money dropped on this event worth the final outcome? My mum told me that my attitude the entire day had been terrible. The comments from my husband and I were distasteful, and that the question I had asked was awful and rude. I haven't spoken to either she or my sister since. Am I the arsehole? And my first thought was, you know, what your mum said about making comments. I wonder what the comments were. So I was fishing around down in the comments below and Sweet Potato Famish says, Info, what comments did you and your husband make other than you saying this one thing? 
Opie replies saying, during the planning process, my husband and I have been trying to get her to not lower expectations, but to let it go a little bit. I'm not religious, but it reminds me of the God laughs in the face of plans quote or something similar. There is no perfect day, especially with that many people involved. So many unknown variables of things that can go wrong and trying to make some sort of structure as rigidly as she did was bound to end like this. But we couldn't do much other than give helpful suggestions as this wasn't our wedding. My husband and I asked my mum if she was prepared for the fallout towards the beginning of the day and she got angry at us for that too. My comment towards her at the end of the night was fueled by a few drinks from the bar and exhaustion. The other comments came from a place of empathy and concern. It's going to be a very swift you're the arsehole from me in this particular situation. I mean, it was her wedding. She can run it exactly how she wants. She can have as many people as she wants. And, you know, you don't have to be there for the whole day. You can make your excuses and leave at any point. And alcohol fueled or not, I'm trying to picture that scene of uh, and what went through your head to think, I'm going to go up to her, you know, while she's already sad. And I'm going to rub this little bit of salt in the wound and tell her, is it all worth it? Trying to picture that scene, it sounds horrible. Like, I got one over on you kind of thing. What was the end game with that comment? What do you think she was going to do? Turn to look at you and go, No, it wasn't worth it and you were right. I'm actually acting this out here. Madness. But ND Collector says you're the arsehole. Editing and adding this after the fact since this is getting a lot of votes and wasn't sure the bot would pick up on the sarcasm. Info was making your sister feel bad on her wedding day in order to get a dig in and make yourself feel superior worth it bacon egg and cheese spk says your attitude is nasty i don't know who the fuck you are keeping company with but almost every wedding i've attended had 200 plus guests about half had children and nothing turned to mayhem climb down off your high horse nobody thinks you were special just because you had a small wedding you're the arsehole PJ Fan RI says you're the asshole just because you wanted a small, peaceful wedding doesn't mean that's what your sister wanted. You might get anxious at the thought of a large wedding, but many people don't. A 200 plus person wedding really isn't that ostentatious either. Just out of curiosity, why did you think the best way to comfort your crying sister was to ask if the extravagance of her wedding was worth it? Did you somehow think that would make her feel better, or were you just trying to make yourself feel better? Mimor says you're the asshole. I agree with your mother. I'm a small wedding person myself, but that doesn't mean I judge other weddings. There is no one ideal wedding. It is different for everyone. You spent the entire day blowing smoke up your own ass by noticing everything that was off about your sister's wedding and patting yourself on the back about how much better yours was. And then when your sister was overwhelmed, you took the opportunity to rub salt into the wound. You weren't trying to comfort her. You were just being an ass. Your mum and sister have likely enjoyed not speaking to you. You sound atrocious. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation and how would you deal with it? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the channel, showing your love, support and time means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully... I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys, and much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up. 
I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Okay. I know that's a damn. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 